Okay, so we are um, at the top of Yod Alf Amun Aleph. In order to understand the next uh, number of, not a little piece of the Gemara, we just have to review for a moment where we were last time. So I just want to remind, that's just a reminder of um, the last piece of Gemara. The last piece of Gemara, you can turn to Yod Amun Beis for a minute if you want to, just to, but I'll say it out loud. Basically, we talked about the following case. Um, the Gemara had come back to this case. And the Gemara had said, what happens? Um, it was like a third of the way down, the Gemara had asked, right? if a person would, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Ruvain dies, Ruvain's married, dies without children, and Levi and Shimon uh, does not do Yibam, but he does Chalitza with uh, Rivka, Ruvain's wife, right? And then after doing Chalitza with her, he then decides to do Kiddushin and to marry her. And so what happens in such a case? Because you're, you're not allowed to marry your own Chalitza, right? If the person does Chalitza with the woman who was his Eishas Ach, right, was the wife of his brother, so uh, that now, once that happens, he's not allowed to remarry, not allowed to marry her after he ended that relationship by doing Chalitza. But there was a Machlokas there between Mishlokish and Rav Yochanan, about what the status of the Isser is. Right? So Rish Lakish had said that for the man himself, um, for the man himself who marries, uh, who had done the Chalitza, right? so for, for Shimon, right? who had done the Chalitza and now, tries to, and now marries her, so for him that's an Isser Lav only, because the Pasuket says, Asher lo yibanez beisavicha, right? The person who decides not to build up his, his brother's house. But it's a Once he doesn't do it, he can't do it again. Right? He's decided not to, then he's out. Um, but that's just a lot, said Rish Lakish. Uh, for everybody else, though, for everybody else, he argued, there remains the Isser Karis in place. Because for them, the status had never changed. As opposed to Yochan, who said no. He said for everybody, the Isser is only an Isser Lab. How did he know? He said, because he, he says, he was explained this to me, he said, at first, he said, when, the, when Reuven first passes away, Shimon or Levi or Yehuda, all of them are allowed to marry Rivka and Herzara, etc. Everybody can marry everybody at that point. And now you're going to tell me once the Chalitza takes place, now the Isser Kavris comes back into play? That can't be. Rather, it must be that everybody just has an Isser Lav. Again, it's Asr for anybody, everybody anyways. But the Isser, is it Kavris or is it a Lav? So um, once the Gemara did that, uh, Rav Yochan tried to attack Rish Lakish with the following case. And this we actually have to see inside. So we're 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 lines from the bottom of Yudama base. Um, we'll just help to see it inside because we're going we're gonna to take apart the, these two parts of the Bryce. There's a Bryce that has a Risha and a Seifa. A Bryce that has a first part and a second part. And basically attacks him. So Esve Rav Yochan and Rish Lakish, Rav Yochan had attacked Rish Lakish, HaKhalut Liyavamto V'Chazer V'Kitsha Umeis Tzricha Chalitza Mina Achen. What was the case? If, uh, again, a man does chalitza with the, with the Yavama, right, right? so Shimon does Yibam with Rivka, then he marries her, and now he dies without children. So the question was, what happens with Levi? Right? Does Levi do Yibam now with, with Rivka? Right? So in that case, she needs chalitza. Right? She can't do Yibam, but she needs chalitza. So says Rav Yochan, according to me, that's only an Isra Lav, it's just a Losa say, 
That's the whole point. Sure, she still needs chalitza because if it's not an isra kares, we don't say there's no yibum at all, nothing to talk about. We say it's an isra lav, so he's not. He's talking not allowed to marry her, but nevertheless, he is. Um, but nevertheless, uh, the technically yibum and chalitza are still in play, and therefore they do chalitza. But the point is, he's proving himself that this whole thing is just an isra lav. Um, but for you. Right, In that case, according to you, Rish Lakish, if it's an Isra Kares for everybody else, right? Levi has an Isra Kares now with Rivka. So why, uh, what do you need Chalitza for? Right, so he responded back. So Rish Lakish responded back to him with the Seifa. Right, so the Risha basically is a problem for Rish Lakish because why are we doing, why does Levi have to do a Chalitza? His relationship to Rivka is an Isra Kares. And Isra Kares, we've said, has no Yivim, no Chalitza, nothing to even start with. But, but, but Rish Lakish responds to Yochanan, well, we have a safe of the Mishnah. And the second part of the Mishnah is going to cause problems for you, Yochanan, right? What was that? The Seifa says, If one of the brothers, Taka, would get up and marry her, right? If, if one of the brothers would marry this woman, right, after the Chalitz had already, already been done, it's nothing, right? There's no Kiddushin. Kiddushin is not Tofi. The whole thing doesn't start in the first place. But we said before, if this whole thing was just an Isra Lav, what do you mean, in a Lav Klum? We've said before, if a, if a Kohen marries a Grusha, he's against the Halacha. It's a, it's a Lav, it's a Losa say. Not allowed to marry her. But if he does, it's Kiddushin, right? So if this whole thing is just like, it's just an Isra Lav, like you say, with Yochanan, why when they get married, why in that situation is there, is there uh, in a Lav Klum? There's no... Uh, no, no kedushin at all doesn't make any sense. Um, so, so we gave, so these are the two. The two basically the, the ratio of the mission is a problem for Rish Lakish, but the end of the mission of that brisa, sorry, is a problem for Rav Yochanan. That's where we left it, and then we gave one answer. So I'm Rav Sheshesh, Seifa us and the Rabbi Akiva. No problem. I'll explain the Seifa. The Seifa, which seems to be a problem for Yochanan, who said the whole issue is. Uh, um, it's, it's an, it's an Ishalav only, if it's Ishalav only, only Losa say, why can't they talk and get married? Why is it in a love klum? That's like Rabbi Akiva. Why? Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that even by, by Yisri Alav, even by Losa say, the Kiddushin is not Tophis. The Kiddushin doesn't start. You can't even affect a marriage in a situation where it's a, los, a Losa say either. Um, and that's why this end of the Mishnah, the say, of that Brisa, the, the, the end of that Brisa, the Seifa, is. Um, still, still is not a problem. It still makes Rav Yochanan's uh, approach make sense. Um, so the Gemara brought one question on that. Listen to the Rabbi Kiva. And the Brisa should say, according to Rabbi Kiva, there's no kiddushin uh, in the love of Klum. The Gemara answered, Kasha, you're right. That would have been better, but that's not. A, you know, it's, it doesn't uh, destroy our uh, our approach. Okay, I took you back to that way for a second because the Gemara is going to continue now to explain a couple other answers to these these problems with the Brisa. And the, Bryce, and the Gemara continues as follows, with two other possibilities. Rav Ashi suffered la kirish lakish, umitaritz la shimin. So Rav Ashi holds like kirish lakish, that this whole case of a man who does chalitza on his, yab- on his yavama, and then he goes ahead and marries her. Right? That, that rich lakish, he holds the opinion of rich lakish, that everybody else still maintains their isra kares to marry her. Um, and he answers like Rav Shimon, which we're going to explain in a second. Ravina suffered like Rav Yochanan, Ravina holds like Rav Yochanan, and he holds that the Isra is only Isra Lav for anybody, it's a Losa say, for anyone to marry the woman after Chalitza has taken place. 
Um, but he answers like the Rabbanan. And the Rav Shimon and the Rabbanan that we're going to talk about are the, the Machlokas of Shimon Rabbanan that we've had already a few times about the case of Achiv Shalom Hayaba Olamo, right? About the, the, the scenario. Am I breaking up? Can you hear me? My semi-connection is unstable. Um, okay, let me know if you somehow stop hearing me. Um, about the case of, uh, again, Ruven, Shimon, Levi. Ruven is married to Rivka. Shimon is his brother. At that point, Levi is not even alive. Levi hasn't been born, right? And what happens in that scenario? So uh, Ruven passes away, and Shimon marries Rivka. So it becomes a question, what happens if Levi is born after that? We had a machlokas of uh, Shimon and Rabbanan. If Levi is born later, right, he dies after already uh, Reuven had been born. Um, what is his status to Rivka? Right? Is, he, is, he, is, is he able to marry her because he still ends up being a brother? So like I say, for example, if Shimon dies, um, could Levi marry her or, or not? So, so let's take a look now. And machlokas of Shimon and Rabbanan will explain it as we move along. So the Gemara itself explains it. So the Gemara says as follows. See, I'm on the fourth line in the Gemara, in the Yudan So Rav Ashi holds like Rish Lakish and he answers like Rav Shimon. What do you mean? And he's going to explain. He's going to read the Brisa now. The Brisa said as follows. Remember, this is our Risha. A person who has, again, a person does Chalitza on the woman he was supposed to Yibam with, or could have done Yibam or Chalitza. Vechazra Vekitsha. And he goes ahead after he does chalitza and he does kiddushin with her. Tzricha chalitza mina achin. This woman now, Rivka, needs chalitza from any of the brothers. Okay? So what does that mean she needs chalitza from the brothers? Man achin, who are we talking about? Achin hayilodin. The brothers who were born. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Rashi explains as follows. Um... Yeah, umitaritz. Look at Rashi. Umitaritz. The second line. Umitaritz. The reisha. The brisa. The katani. Tzarech chalitza ba'achin. Right. Meaning, what, let's remember what was the problem for Rish Lakish. Right. The problem for Rish Lakish is the Rish Lakish. If you believe that all these cases are uh, all the brothers now have an iser kares to marry Rivka after she did chalitza with Shimon, if if that remains an iser kares, so what does that mean? Uh, right? What does that mean? The original case was Right? Uh, right, we had said that um, Sorry, my mistake. I apologize. The Bryce had said as follows. Uh, the Bryce had said, That was the case, right? That if the, that if the brother, uh, again, Shimon does, Reuven dies, Shimon marries his wife, Rivka. Then Shimon dies without, without children, right? So what's the halacha? So the, the Bryce had said that she needs chalitza from the brothers. And we said, according to Rish Lakish, that's going to be a problem. Why? Because Rish Lakish holds that all of them have an Isra Kares. If they all have an Isra Kares to her, because she's the chalitza already of, of Shimon, so then, at that point, there should be no ability for them to do any Kiddushin at all. So what's going on here? So how, if you hold like Rish Lakish, how do you answer the, the, this part of the, of the, of the Bryce? So the answer is, what do we say? 
So sorry, let's go back to the Gemara. Let's read it again in the Gemara. So we had said, you do chalitza on the chalitza was done on the, on the Yavama, and then he marries her, and then the implication is, and then he dies, right? Shimon then dies without children. So you chalitza minach, and she needs chalitza from again Levi or Yehuda, the other brothers. So the Gemara asks, man achin, which brothers? The answer is achin hayilodin, the brothers, which brothers? The brothers who were married, who get become born later on, after the, the whole after this whole story. Right, a Levi who had never been born when Reuven and Shimon were involved with marrying Rivka. Take a look at, uh, at Rashi. Right, this guy Levi was only born after Reuven had been married and died. Right, and then Shimon goes ahead, does Chalitza, and then marries her Be'isr. All those things have happened already. And then what happens? Masultav. Levi's born. Okay? Levi's born now afterwards. Okay, why does that matter? Ukurov Shimin, the Amar Yibem Ulvasov Nolad, Lomahanin and Philosa Minarosh, and Rishon Lamahavi Allah, Ashes Achiv, Shloyal Bolamo. Rabbi Shimon's of the opinion that if Levi's born after the Yibum that happens, that had originally taken place, that Reuven had died, and then Rivka married Shimon, and Levi's born after that, this Levi and Rivka are not considered Eshesach. They don't have that Isra of Eshesach. And therefore, he's still brothers with Shimon. And if Shimon's wife passes away, it's like a new case of Yibam. And according to, and according to, to Rav Shimon, Levi's allowed to marry her. Do Chalitza. Why? Because there's no, uh, there's, there's no Isra of Eshesach that, that applied to them. Why? Because the original Eshesach was by Ruvain, when, uh, or the Isra of, of, of Eshesach by Ruvain didn't... Uh, Never took place because Levi wasn't born when Reuven was married to Rivka. Rabbi, and, and the fact that Levi is a cousin at that point doesn't make a difference as far as Chalitza is concerned. So let's say Reuven, you know, you could say that Shimon marries Rivka, right? And then Levi's born, and then Shimon and Rivka are married for 13 years and don't have any children. Okay. And only then Shimon dies. Don't get me wrong, these cases are hard to find uh, in real life, but it's possible, right? It's possible. Um, you've seen this in it. There are scenarios like this. We go to, to usually not in our community, but you go to places where uh, uh, you know, you go to a wedding and the mother of the bride or mother of the groom is pregnant. Uh, not very often, but it, it happens. It happens even today. So, uh, you know, so it's not impossible, but that's, that, that's the point. And he, the point is that he, yeah, it takes 13 years probably until that, that goes on and happens. But the point is, Right? Because it was only once he was already uh, married. Yeah, sorry, it's really once this one's already this one was already born, then they did the new, new condition. But the bottom line is uh, Levi is not forbidden to her, to Rivka, because of Ashazak, because she was he wasn't born until after uh, Reuven had died and Shimon had already gotten married. But that's only the she of Shimon. Okay, fine. Uh, but according, but like the bottom line is, according to this, you can explain that 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 beginning of that brisa, the the, the, the ratio of the brisa, the beginning of the brisa, according to to Rish Lakish, if you hold like Rav Shimon in this following case, fine. Um, you thought you could get a, get away from this case of at least I thought I could. This case of Achim Shalallah Hayabalama. It's one of the hardest cases, and it seems to keep popping back up over and over again. So I'm going to tell you. Um, okay, fine. That's one. Now continues the Gemara, okay? The Gemara now continues, Kirish Lakish, or the first three letters on the, 
on the on the line here, and the Gemara continues with the next word. Ravina Savalak Rav Yochanan. Okay, Ravina holds like Rav Yochanan, meaning like Rav Yochanan who said that once again, Ruvain's married to Rivka. Ruvain dies, Rivka now does uh, Shimon now does Chalitza with Rivka, right? And he and he marries her and he marries her. Not only did uh, uh, Shimon violate a laugh, a say, by marrying her, but all the other brothers now continue to have a say to marry her, but only a say, right? Not Karis. And therefore, if, if uh, Shimon dies without children, all the other brothers have to do Chalitza with her because they don't have uh, an Isra Karis to marry her, but only a say to marry her. But we had a problem. What about the Seifa? The Seifa said, if anybody marries her, the Kiddushin's nothing. What do you mean the Kiddushin's nothing? They, uh, it's only an Isra lav. They should have, at least the condition works. They did an Isra, but the condition would still work. So how do you explain the Seifa? So again, so Ravina holds like Rav Yochanan, but has a problem with that Seifa, with the end of the Brisa. And how is he going to answer? He's going to explain the, this end of the Brisa like the opinion of the Rabbanan, again, in the same case, of the Achim Shulahayab Olama. Okay? This uh, Levi born much, much, much later. Okay, what's the case? Um... How do you read it? Hacholitz liyavamta, a person did chalitz on the on his yavama, right? Again, Shimon who marries Rivka because Ruvain passed away. Vechazer vekitsha, and then Shimon goes ahead. Afrachli says, "You know what? I changed my mind," and they get married. Tzricha chalitz amina achen. If he would die, if Shimon would now die, he required she would require chalitz from the brothers. Manachin, which brothers are we talking about? Right? Which brothers are we talking about? Achen hanilodin, right? Um, so then, this is the, the, the beginning of that brisa. Right? Which brothers are going to marry her in such a case? The brothers who are born already, right? That's fine for for Rabbi Yochanan. Kiman uh, Yochanan, right? That's Rabbi Yochanan's original approach. Everyone's only in Israelav since they're only in Israelav. So any other brother, Levi, Yehuda, etc., after Shimon passes away, still has to do chalitza with her because the only Israel they have is in Israelav. Okay, but what about the the seifa? But if one of them goes ahead and marries her afterwards, right? Levi, Yehuda, etc. After Shimon had already done Chalitza and then married her afterwards and then he dies without children and Levi or Yehuda goes ahead and marries her, they have no, there's no Kiddushin at all. So that's a problem. Kiman, who's that like? That's like Kirabanan. That's like Kirabanan. What do you mean it's like Kirabanan? Um... Right, look at Rashi. Yeah, look at Rashi. Amar echa mina yilodim. See that Rashi? A few lines down. Amar echa, the word of Amar is like in the middle of the line. It's like three or four lines down from where we were in the Gemara. Amar echa mina yilodim. Achar chalitza. Oh, afilo achar kiddushin. Right, so one of the brothers, right? is, again, after uh, Shimon had already done the Chalitza, or even after he had done uh, Kiddushin, right? after he had done, he had done the Kiddushin, and he passes away, they, they, there's, there's nothing, no Kiddushin at all. What's the reason why? If one of these brothers wants to go out and marry her, it's nothing. Not because of the Isra that she was a Chalutza. It's because Levi was a brother who hadn't been born originally. Okay? Since he wasn't originally born, what's the halacha by him? The halacha by him was if he's not born until after Ruvain dies, 
there's, according to the Rabbanon, what's his status? His status is that he remains, he's forbidden from doing Yibum. Why? Because the whole halacha of Yibum was, Ki Yeshua Anashim Yachdaf, right? The two brothers have to be living together. And then one of their brothers dies. Levi was never there. However, what does Levi still have? He still has a regular, regular Isra of Eishas Ach. Right? The whole Chiddush in general of Yibum is that there's an Isra of Eishas Ach. You can't marry your brother's, sister, your brother's wife. That's an Isra Kares. Says the Pasuk, like, no, if you're living together and he, you're living at the same time and one of the brothers dies, you can marry, you should go ahead and marry the, marry the wife. Marry the, 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 the wife. However, according to the Rabbanon, what's the Chiddush of Achim Shlohaya Ba'olamo? This brother who's born after Ruvain dies, the Chiddush is like this, he's machmering him on both sides. On the one hand, you weren't, you were, you were, you were still his brother, right? You share the same father. So you're still brothers. So the Isra Eishazach is in place. And now what, Isra, what level Isra is that? Eishazach? Losase or Kares? It's Kares, right? That's the Isra Kares. However, because you weren't living at the same time, what do you not have? You don't have the Kula of Yibum, Yeshu Ash and Ashim Yachadam. So what happens for Levi? This Levi who's born later, everyone else has only the Isra Lav to marry her, right? Because they were all, at some point, according to Rabbi Yochanan, uh, all able to marry her at some point, right? They're all at some point had the ability to marry her because they were because they were they were alive at the same time as their brother. But Levi wasn't born till later. That iser kares remains in place, and he that never broke down because he was never alive at the same time as his brother. And that's why even though everyone else, you know, would have all the, say there were you know seven or eight the other brothers and Levi's the ninth brother, all those other brothers that only have an iser lav to marry this woman, Rivka, after their brother Shimon had, married, had done Chalitza and then married her. But, but this guy, this last brother, we're calling him Levi, whatever his name is, he, uh, he's not allowed to marry her. Uh, sorry, he, he's also not allowed to marry her, but his Isra is an Isra Kares, because since he was never alive together with the first brother, his Isra of Kares with her never went away. And therefore, um, and therefore he is, if, if he would go ahead and marry her, Kiddush wouldn't be Tophis, ain't law love klum. So the bottom line is, so the, that according to both according to Rishlakish and according to Rav Yochanan, you could find an explanation for this brisa that makes the Risha and the Seifa work for both of them, depending on whether you hold like Rav Shimon or Rav Yochanan. By this case of Achiv we'll see if we have to come back to this uh, scenario again. If we do, well, we're getting a little better at it each time, I think. But uh, um, fine. Continues the Gemara with another case that's related to our, this, this case we mentioned before. It's a different halacha. Um, and it's going to connect us to Rav Yochan and Rish Lakish one more time. Itmar. All right, I'm going to finish with this. Itmar al-Sarasa. So what happens in this case? A different case. Okay? Ruvain is married to Rivka. Ruvain has brother, Shimon and Levi. Okay? Sorry, Ruvain's married to Rivka and he's married to... Uh, uh, Sipora, okay, Rivka and Sipora, okay. So um, what happens? So Reuven dies without children. Shimon goes ahead and marries Rivka, okay. And now Levi goes and marries Sipora, okay. After Reuven had already Shimon had only already done Yibum with with Rivka with one of the wives. Levi goes ahead and does Yibum with the other wife, or marries the other wife. Okay, what happens in such a case? That's against Halacha. So there's an Isra at that point to do such a thing. You can't, you're not allowed 
um, uh, the, the halacha by Yibam is that only one brother can do Yibam. It can be a hundred wives of this guy, Ruvain, only, and he could have a hundred brothers. It doesn't matter. One brother does Yibam, excuse me, with one wife. And once that happens, the requirement of Yibam is over, and then all the other remaining brothers and all the remaining tsaros are, are forbidden to each other. They're not allowed to get married. So, uh, so Levi going ahead to marry the tsara, to marry Tzipora, that was an Isser. The question is, what level of Isser is it? Is that an Isser Kares, or is it an Isser Lav? What, what's going to determine which one you hold? Our same exact Machlokas. Man da'amr be'kares kirish lakish, uman da'amr ba'asei kirv yochanan. So what does that mean? So the, the one who holds its kares is reish lakish, who held that, that uh, kares had remained in place, right, in our original case. And the man da'amr who holds, like, it's, it's uh, sorry, not a lab, it's an assay. Um, the, the assay of remaining, not, not marrying her. But, um, the bottom line is the same, same those who hold Tzanaseh, it's like Rav Yochanan, because Rav Yochanan held that all the cases had been, uh, everything had been changed. If you take a look in, in Rashi, Rashi explains it. Rashi says, Man da'amar ba'aseh, Kriv Yochanan, says Rashi, da'amar ihu shlichusa da'achin ka'avid, v'chihichi dilididei havya tzara ba'aseh, la'achim nami havya ba'aseh. What did Rav Yochanan have said? Remember, Rav Yochanan had said that when, um, there was the issue of marrying the woman who had already become a chalutza, right? But the point was, what had happened? Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that what, what had happened, the second that Ruvain dies, what happens? Everybody becomes permissible to everybody, right? All of a sudden, any of these women can marry any of these men. So Rav Yochanan said, give me a break. You had an Isakar race for all of them. Now Ruvain dies, that Isakar race goes away. Anyone can get married. And now you're going to tell me that because two of them got married, the rest of them now go back to an Isakaris? That doesn't make any sense. Rather, the wo- one woman is the shlich for the rest of the women, and one man is the shlich for the rest of the men. And when they go ahead and get married, everybody else is off the hook in terms of Karis. That's what Yochanan had said. So if that's his opinion, then it, if that's his opinion by the, case, the other case, so the same thing would apply here. Because what happened? You had one Yavam marry, marry, marry one Yavama, and now again, they did their job, and now everybody else is off the hook. Okay, there's an Isra now after that happened for them to go ahead and marry the tsara, you know, the tsara to marry another. Fine, that's a separate iser. That's not a. That's not a. Uh, that, that's a, that's a new iser. Sorry, I skipped one Rashi before, which said, "What's the what's the essay? The pasuk says, "Bayis echad hu bona ve'im bona beis batim." Right? Because it said that you should be bona beis avicha, a beis achicha. So you do one, but you're not supposed to be build more than one. So that's the essay. Um, so that's the real one. Understands it. Rishlot in mandar bekari is kirish lakish. Right, the Amar Lav Shlichos the Achim Kavim. You're not doing Shlichos for somebody else. It's not that the one man and the one woman are, are representatives of everybody else, but rather Hilka Chuniu the Ka'alav Asay Abal Achim the Kid the Kaimei Kaimei. That's what Rish Lakish said last time, right? Everyone else, no one did anything. Everyone else remained neutral. They hadn't known married anybody. They just waited. They originally had Nisar Kares, and then Nisar Kares remains. It's only the two people who go, who go ahead and do Yibum that they fulfill a mitzvah, so the Isra Kares goes away. But for everyone else, the Isra Kares still applies. So that's the, that the, the Gemara just uses this uh, construct from before to apply it to this new case and said, by the way, just so you know, the same Machlokas, the Gemara will do this a lot. The Machlokas that exists by the case of uh, the man who marries the Chalutza and then go, does the Chalutza and then marries her, it's the same Machlokas uh, with Mishlakish, that same exact Machlokas can apply over here to the case of a one man does Yibam and then the Isra of everybody else, the other wives and the other men, other brothers, to get married as an Isra Lav or an Isra Kares. And we'll stop here. We have a new, a uh, little bit of a new topic starting next.